Somebody tired. Here it come. Oh. I am tired. Bro, I'm whooped. Bro. Yeah, I'm ready for this. Uh, I'm ready for this week to be over. You got one more, right? One more week. Oh yeah, one more week. One more week. And I'm done. So right now you at my level. And then after <laughs> that, this is your Super Saiyan. <laughs> kicking in. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's that sounds about right. Okay. That, that sounds about right. Okay. I thought you guys said the end of the month. Yeah. Niggas trying to test me But they don't want to mess with me Doc You hella weak I'ma get you on your knees And bow 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 to the head Punch nigga till you dead Mm. Nigga You don't want to see me in the gym You can't get with me nigga You just swim Stick to swimming laps In the gym nigga I'm a gym rat I do what I do what I do you messing with me, that ain't cool. Nigga, back up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, cuz you don't want the funk, smoke, a priest D. I'm in the caddy, you don't wanna see me be. Yeah, just know that, doc. Nigga, you ain't on my jock. <laughs> Nigga, get off my sack. <laughs> Nigga, you don't want this black. No music. <laughs> you, you feeling better about yourself? Nah, man, just... You feeling encouraged? Nope. You feel it stronger. That's, that's your warnings. <laughs> so warning signs. Yeah, I didn't shots know, fired. I didn't even know I was gonna say that, dog. That sound like a Chinese woman talking to me when I'm in the nail salon. Hey, I, I didn't even. I didn't, I I didn't even know, know I was gonna say that. I don't dog. know what you shots just said, bro. Fire. You gonna re, you, you gonna said. replay and be like, damn. Nah, I'm replaying. And what you saying is he don't want no smoke. He don't want this smoke. I'm say you sound like Chewbacca. That's what I'm gonna say when I run <laughs> back. I don't know what you saying. Dang, you don't even understand what language you're speaking. Exactly. You over they're speaking that foolishness mm. but uh ain't the 27th the end of the month yeah but it's just not a good day we doing a sunday we can do it on sunday just get it nigga 28th okay the 28th is that a, is that a good day we are open on the 28th all right the 28th hey you know what i was thinking too blood you about to lose <laughs> I'm not, man. Before this is Dr. I.J. Get yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah, this is Dr. I.J. It's your boy, Priest D, riding in the caddy. This nigga don't want to see daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that, was your best, that was your best one. <laughs> that was your best one yet. <laughs> that was your best one yet. Yeah, congratulations. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? It's your girl, Tiffany. <laughs> And we are two dudes and a chick. And hey, yeah, back on topic, bro. You nah, bro. Twenty eight, twenty eighth is D day for you, bro. Okay. Hey, cool. all you gotta do is call Shay, and just ask her what I did in the gym today, bro. Okay. She gonna she gonna tell you she was like the nigga said a week. Mm-hmm. It's been a week, and he gave that fire today. Okay. Busting it out, bro. All right. I'm telling you, I got. This is, I'm going to give you my mindset. I'm going to give you the strategy so you know how you can win if it's possible for you to win. Let's go. We got six games. Mm-hmm. I got four books guaranteed. So them other two books, well, I ain't all even. kind of catered to you, though. No, nah, they ain't all catered to me. Mm-hmm. Low key, they are. 
No, they're not. It's kind of designed. It's designed pretty whack. It's designed for you to pretty much. Y'all could, you could change it. You got time. We got to the Let me tell you why I feel that it's. I told Shay that from the rip. Catered to you. It's catered to you because it's it's, it's basically putting you guys on a even playing field. So. (laughs) He ran out of words. No, no, no. No, look. So I agreed that it's putting us on an even playing field. But I would say, like, when we was lifting, like, the way I was hitting that weight, bro, I'm lifting more than you. So if we did what you said, which was, like, put 135 on, and we just do well, that's the whole point. This, this is my thing. No, this ain't even, that ain't the point. This that is the whole point, because you called him out on his athleticism right now. So if that's what he's lifting, then that's what you're supposed to match. So I, understand, I understand that. But what Shay was saying was, you're stronger than him. So if you do what he do right now, 135, 20 times, you're going to have an advantage. So the, even the playing field for him in that space, you know what I'm saying, she modified it to where it's like 70% of what your max is. This my okay. thing. This my thing, dog. Whereas on some of the other ones, she was like, I'm going to take your knee into consideration no, this, and modify those for you. This is what, what I told Shay is hella whack. I said, yeah, this nigga challenged me. He said right now, where he where I'm at right now, he's more athletic than me. Yeah. So she put on this whole seventy percent. My thing is like, okay, if you're more more athletic than me, prove it, nigga. Where I'm at, where I say if I say like let's put on one eighty five, let's max out on that. Our our two our matter of fact, if we put two two thirty five, whatever whatever if whatever I hit that the number is. if I hit that Fifteen so, times. So what you saying is, if that's that's the advantage. For no, you, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. So what you saying is, you want to be able to choose. I set the standard on the on the strength exercises. You want to be able to choose the weight, and I either got to beat it or not beat it. Beat it or not. That's where I'm at. All right. If I'm you, good if with you, that. If you stronger, you stronger. I'm, I'm good with that. that but that's it ain't cool. even so much just the weight. It's your own body weight. It's everything. You called him out with yourself. How yeah. you are. Yeah. So yeah. if it's a push-up competition, it shouldn't matter that you got all that weight on him or whatever. It's, that's fine. That's I'm good. just saying that's just how I feel. That's all I I just feel is. like the like my thing is my thing the, is how it's it, structured, it's yeah, you know running. But that's cool. But like my thing but is, I, already told I get you, the no running. I, I you can take I, running I, out. I, like, but he my, said he can do everything else but running. My whole thing is since since you agreed to that, that changed the whole dynamic of this whole joint. So I talk to Shay and we go from there. Yeah. Let's, let's worry about that. Like, yeah. it's, it's good. <laughs> to me, it don't matter. It don't. It Be- shouldn't matter hey. because you called yeah, him out, so cool. it shouldn't matter. It's because cool. I tell you this much: mm-hmm. what she has, what she'll tell you right now is her expectation of me coming in, mm-hmm. knowing that I sit on the couch, knowing that I got a fake knee, right? Her expectation, and then what she's seeing, she like, oh, okay. I, I hear what she's saying. I it's hear like what you're saying. It's like a white girl about. with a big butt. That's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so, this, all all you need to do, I'm not back in the gym until Saturday. Just work out with Shay. What the what the six events is. That's cool. Yeah. I'm cool with that. And then at that point, I'll revise how many books I got. I might end up having all six books. I'm just trying to. I don't just know because now the exercises can change. The exercise could definitely change. It, it don't matter. It's, it definitely matters. Though. It you, don't. You cannot hang. 
you okay? I'm gonna let it go. It don't. Mm-hmm. If you if if you wanna if you wanna create exercises that's tailored to you, it's it ain't not about tailored being tailored. What I him. do, okay? If you wanna if you wanna create exercises that is what you do, then I suggest that you give them the shay, so that after now that I've been in the gym for a week. I could spend next week practicing the things oh, that you do. You're definitely not going to be able to do And then do, outdo you. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm glad you said what you said so we can carry on. I, I can tell you there's, there's, there's only, there's only know, one you know, way you're going to win. This, this is catered to me because you said you can outdo me. So yeah. I set the standards of what we can do. Yeah. Cool. I pick the events that I feel that you can definitely not do. And then we go from there. That's fine. Cool. I'm gonna tell you right now. You better put pull-ups in there. Cool. Because you know you can't do. Yeah. Because you put pull-ups in there. That's your one book. Okay. Other than that. Are you saying that's all he can get you on his pull-ups? Man. Okay. I'm. Hey, Tiff. Nigga, you can't. I'm literally saying that. You can't. It's okay. okay. Just. It's just, cool. I'm literally saying that. He's on the floor. You already saying it. You done already called him out. Yeah. yeah it's cool. So let's yeah. go. Let's move on. We got the twenty eight. We got it a lot. Oh man, this is gonna be nice. Bro. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be sad, but it's gonna be nice. Hey, my thing is Hey, don't bring your kids, man. I don't want thing, them to, I don't want them to see this. If, your son if, look at if you if as I a pick hero. The events, if I pick the events, you gonna and you and you outdo me, hey, I salute you. It, it ain't even it ain't it's like you the nigga. Like it ain't no me being upset, but the way she got it right now is hella whack. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Seventy percent of this and like nah, nah. I actually don't think it's whack. I think it I is. think it's fair, bro. No, it ain't about being fair. About fair. You said that I can outwork you. Where right he now, at? Where I'm at? Where's I he did, at right I now? Did, I did. So, so when, there's nothing else to so talk then about. when you wait, wait, wait. guys start bringing in the factors of calculating how much weight, who do what, and this, that, and other, it kind of defeats the whole nah. purpose of you saying that you're cannot work him. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Why? <laughs> the, the reason why I don't agree with this because one. We gave it to her last week to come up with the events, right? Look, he's got backpedal. I ain't trying to backpedal. <laughs> go ahead, go I'm ahead. I'm just saying. We gave it to her last week to come up with the events. I think she was actually smart in saying that, you know what, to make it fair for both parties. But it ain't about it making ain't about it But I, I get what y'all saying. Y'all, y'all like. My, my thing is like, that, that it's a benefit for you. Is she like, you're stronger than me? That's cool. That's your benefit. I get that. I, I can't be mad at that if you're stronger than me. That means you're stronger than me. I get so that. So if I'm hitting something a certain amount of times, then that means, and you double it, like you said, then I can't be mad at that. I get it. And, that, and, that, and that's and that's how you want to do it. So that's, that's fine. No, that's fair. That's that's, that's fine. That's you. That's you calling. I can eat more donuts than you. Like okay, well, I ate forty five, and then you eat like you know what I'm saying. I get like, it. Okay, cool. I get it. Let's let's move on. <laughs> he nervous. I'm he not nervous. nervous. Look, look, that's nervous. I'm not nervous. nervous. That's I don't nervous, think man. He's ever going to be nervous. I absolutely think that he thinks that he is going to beat you that's in the cool. majority of the events. I literally believe that. Okay. I believe that you believe With that. With all my heart. Okay. Hope to die. Stick 2,000 needles in my eye. Right. <laughs> I tell you, look, I tell you, I'm I tell you with this. It. I tell you this. It. On Saturday, I almost called you up on Saturday and gave it to you. Almost, I was about like. What we doing this Saturday, too? Hmm? We busy this Saturday. Of course. I was like, what time you work out? 
Don't don't worry about don't worry about me. You, pre- you prepare your own time. You prepare your own time. I might explain. I might do a pop up. Prepare your own time. Just look at you. I was like fifteen minutes into the workout. Not fifteen minutes. I said, "Hey, how much? How much more?" She said, "We got a we got forty five more minutes." I was like, "Yeah, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. This is whack." She was like, "You gonna let them just?" I was like, "I give you fifteen more minutes, but in fifteen minutes, I'm for sure going home." Sound like a loser to me, but go ahead. <laughs> Sound like a loser to me. She worked me out and like, dang, we got we've been doing this for like an hour and a half. She like, you ain't tired? I said, hey, that's that's fine. That's what I do, baby. That's fine. She said, God, dog, you killing them ropes. That's fine. She said that to me today too. Okay. She, she trying to encourage you. No, no, she ain't trying to encourage me. Hey, I sent him a tape of me doing the ropes for like two minutes. He was like, you need about three. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He, he sent me a 15 second a 15 second clip of him doing the ropes and said it was two minutes. Look, Nigga. Look, look, look. He, he sent me he sent me 15 seconds. Hey, look he at these 15 seconds of me. I, 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 I said, I said, I said and, then, and then he gonna say, Oh my bad. I thought the video kept going for two I said, minutes. I sent him the whole I sent them the whole video. He got nervous. Hey, what's what's up with them teeth? What's going on with you two? I mean, yeah, are you guys t- done? Yeah, no, no, we done. Yeah, we we done. done. We already know who the winner is. The people already chose. He the people's champ. Sixty-seven well, percent. The people love an underdog. Hey. Either they love an underdog, or they just remember this nigga Jumbo used to be called House, and he's a beast. So what? I used so to be skinny. Yeah, What's your point? Yeah, yeah. That was twenty years ago. Uh, it, it it was twenty years ago. Come on. And like that, it came back. <laughs> Hey, can I just say this? I can't this, wait to. I can't hey, wait to beat you. Dog. Just a little, like, just a little side topic though. How about if, if when Brandon wins, you just buy us dinner? If Brandon wins, I'd be happy to buy y'all dinner. Okay, it's easy. This we go out to dinner. Hey, you know what? But that's not hey, gonna happen. Hey, you know how I usually talk hella much and like like try to get in people's head. It's like pointless. Like, bro, you, know you did I mean? that like, last week. Yeah, you did that last week. I did, but now I'm like over it. Like, you I'm only like, you only over it because it's so easy. Like it's, right. it's light work. Okay. It's like it's not even fun no more. I was like, you know what? This ain't even fun no more. Okay. <laughs> this nigga's so easy. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, all I'm saying is you better pick six events. That you know for sure you got. I think the rope one is in. cool. I think the rope one is cool. I think cool the too. rope one is cool. That's a win. <laughs> Go on. I'm, my bad, Tiff. Go on here. Go on. <laughs> he got a solid 30, 45 <laughs> with the ropes. <laughs> he got a solid 45. I'll tell you on Saturday, I couldn't do 15. But now you're good. He got a solid 45. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> You went to say how many he did. <laughs> I, I ain't asked her that once. Okay. That's that's how unconcerned I am with okay. with your, uh-huh. your, well, she your Costco well, set. He well, he, she don't know because she ain't been working out with him in a yeah. while. Nah, she worked out with me. Remember she worked Sunday. out with him on Sunday. Like, he know. Oh yeah, I, I, I know, but he know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, let's, let's move on. You didn't on, tell him he worked out with her on Sunday. No, he for surely did. He for surely did. He for surely sent me videos hey, afterwards. Hey, you you hey, see hey, this video? Hey, 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 you brought this on yourself. Just remember, it. I didn't even say hey, your name in my video. Hey, he brought hey, in my videos. I was like, hey, I'm he like, know who I'm talking to. Just be ready. No, nigga, I want to let you know. Someday he was like, Doctor IJ, you, you, you brought this on yourself. Hey, what's up with the TV wrap up, man? I'm tired of this nigga, man. It's so easy. Like, it ain't even no point to talking about. What's up with the TV wrap up? Hey, I'm. All I'm gonna say. Y'all don't want to do it on twenty first. What's the twenty first? 
Sunday. Just get it. I mean, it'll be the end of the two week period. Let's go. I'm ready. Well, we got we got text with Shay. Anyway. Oh, hold on! I got to I got to just say one this one more thing. Hey, because this is this this is this is funny. Okay. So, uh, got me some unana on Friday night. Mm-hmm. When the gym. Are we talking about sex? Yeah. Okay. Unana. When the gym Saturday, right? Uh, did a little workout Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the gym Monday. The wind was up. Little little workout Tuesday. We got a little ill nah nah last night. Bruh, mm-hmm. I might keep working out. Nigga was in there, nigga, studying. Nigga popping collars and shit. Hey, like, hey, ah. hey, all BS aside, though, man, I'm glad. I'm glad. End of the day, I'm still glad. Like, nigga, you, you enjoying this, and I hope you keep up. No, I'm not enjoying it. Well, I'm saying, yes, like, I, I hope, I hope, I'm, I'm not. I hope you keep up. You were enjoying the fruits of its labor. Ouch, man, I thought I, had... <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, I went, I went, I transformed back into 28, and I'm trying to get the 22 year old. Hey, do it. But I was at 28 last night. I was feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I went through a whole commercial break. Not a whole commercial break. That's dope. <laughs> That's a whole two minutes. Man, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> That's impressive? Sometimes that is. Oh. <laughs> I'm never okay with two minutes. Sometimes it's all you got. Okay. If I, if guess, I give you I two, I, that's a good two. I guess I got a lot more work to do. <laughs> I happy about my two minutes until she said that. <laughs> he said a whole this, commercial break. See I thought he was. <laughs> All right, you know, let's go. You weren't expecting him to stay two no, minutes, no, no, though, right? No, 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 let's, let's change. Let's change <laughs> nah, but I mean, hey, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for a success. Let's change topic. Uh, you know that is so funny. Hey, you see how confident he is with his two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no need. And he tried to bring that my way, but go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm it's happy all, for Hey, man, we was doing a TV uh, reality <laughs> check. I'm happy for your success. It's all good. Come on. If hey, you're comparing your workout your, uh, to your two minutes that you got, and I'm happy for you. You trying to bring it to me? What's your TV I'm check? I'm happy for you. Tim, what's your TV check? I just check? wasn't expecting two minutes. Hey, but you, I mean, you, you I hear mean, how confident he is, nah, though, right? I'm just saying. He's confident and happy for his two he minutes. Went down his I'm whole just gym. He went down his whole gym routine. Nigga, I worked out Wednesday. I worked out Wednesday. Y'all underplaying it, though. I said I got a whole commercial break. Got through a commercial break. It was going to beat this nigga next. It was a full commercial break, though. Like it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Full no. commercial breaks ain't just two minutes no okay, more. Okay, two fifteen. I mean, stop minimizing my <laughs> my accomplishments. You what feel you me? Want? You see how she hey, do? Good. You see I'm, how? Hey. You see how? Hey, look. Hey, I, 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 I forgot. I forgot. I'm in enemy's territory. No, no, you happy? Minimize my accomplishments. No, no, you happy? You happy? I'm happy for you. You know, it's all good. I just didn't know that two minutes was a success story. It's all good. My bad. I don't want to talk about it no more. Cause if it yeah, was two it. minutes after hitting the gym, what? What has? Hey, <laughs> I ain't want to talk about no Hey, if you beat me, all I want you to do is continue, dog. Mm. If I win or lose, you gonna ride this year out? I will not ride <laughs> <laughs> this year out, bro. I'm literally counting down the days. That should be part of the Come winning, on. the the win of the bet. If he win, you take us to dinner. If you win, I mean, if 
Exactly. You got to pick either or. Oh, dang. You got to pick either or. <laughs> you chose taking the dinner. I, I didn't think that all the way through. Yeah. Go ahead and get your money right. Hey, go ahead, Tiff. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Are we sure we're done? Yeah. yeah I just <clears> wanted <throat> to tell y'all about my fun, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm happy for you, man. TV Congratulations. Reality it's going right, right into the next segment. Commercials and TV. Let's go, Tiff. <laughs> All right. So this TV roundup today. You asked me about it last week. I wasn't ready to talk about it, but a million little things. Have you checked it out? I have not, man. It 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 only got one black person on there, so. Well, that's what caught my attention. Homeboy, I like homeboy. I like yeah. him too. Yeah, I but that's who caught oh, you my. You want to see a nigga? After after forty year old that's version. That's who <laughs> caught. Um, he was hella funny in night school too. Night Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, y'all you seen, seen that? that? Yeah, I seen it. Was yeah. it good? It was. It was and my fun. grandma just told me today that I was hella good. Okay. Bro, when I went, I went in the middle of the day because I had nothing to do. It was hella grandmas <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> you went on a Tuesday? Like, it was like a whole church mother group. Yeah. <laughs> like, My grandma was like, that the fuck is movie? I did go on Tuesday. You got to go see. I was like, All I did right, not realize yeah. he was in it. Yeah, his grandma. name is Roman. Roman? Yeah, he's actually. Is funny. his name Romany? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. It looks like Roman. Romany or something like that. Romany, Romany. Malco. Yeah, he was actually funny, but go ahead. But anyway, he. Um, I seen I seen it and I was like, oh okay, it's a black dude on a major network. Let me check it out. It's just one, but we caught your eye. Caught my eye. So basically, <clears throat> the name a million a million little things takes a play on that saying, a friendship isn't one thing; it's a million little things. That's where the name came from. But it's basically about a group of guys. It's set in Boston. They got stuck in an elevator together. And then they became friends through their love. They all like hockey. They became really good friends. From that elevator ride, they found out that. From that elevator elevator? ride. I don't remember. So they were all already like adults. It's not like they've been. No, they met each other because they was stuck in the elevator. Like where they had to get saved out. Right. Right. But I'm just saying, it's not like they were like college friends or hell. Nah. Mm -mm. They just all got stuck in the elevator together. Yeah. Randomly. So it's about a group of guys who are intertwined with each other. Blah, 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 blah. And then one of the dudes commits suicide. That's how the first episode starts with one of the guys killing suicide. Mm. And then it took his. Spoiler alert. Oh. Well, we, we're three yeah, episodes I, in I, by I now. Know, yeah, they made that clear in the previous. Yeah. Oh, okay. we're, yeah, it's yeah. Through, the third episode airs tonight. So if you ain't seen it, sorry. Yeah, Spoiler alert. Anyway, he commits suicide, and then that just pretty much makes them all, like, reevaluate their life. When it happened, the black dude was about to kill himself, too. He had a, some, a, a mouthful of pills, and then he got the call saying, homeboy killed himself, and then he spit the pills out in the sink in that moment. So he was about to kill himself, too. And then it just made them all reevaluate their life and... Some one dude was like, dang, like, why did we not know that our friend was on this deep into whatever he was in to want to kill himself? Like, how could we not know that? We see this guy every single week because they they went they had season pass tickets to a hockey game. So they go every single week, same seats, whatever. And then they were just like, so, like, what are we doing? One of them has breast cancer. One of the dudes has breast cancer. One of the guys, the black dude, I think he's like a screenwriter, so he's trying to get his career jumped off. 
And then one of the guys is like a music teacher or something like that. And then the dude that committed suicide, I'm assuming he's, he's a millionaire. He was like the most established one of them all or whatever. So <clears throat> that's how the story starts. I think it's a pretty good. I think it's going to be good. But here's the catcher. Can I say something? What? It makes you, um, basically what you said, it makes you, what I got from that, I, I don't know if it's going to lead to your question, but it makes you, made me think about like what you don't know about your friends. Right. Like, like damn, the nigga So hold that thought. Because uh. I was going to go there. But the kicker is that one of the friends was having an affair with his wife. The one who killed herself. Nobody knows it yet. I think they find out in this episode. Oh, wow. So that... <laughs> He's married too. Everybody's married except for the dude with the breast cancer. Dude that was sleeping with his wife and married. Remember to the Asian lady, uh, and he was like packing up a bag, like I'm about to leave her, mm-hmm. and then she came back in. Mm-hmm. So they're having an affair. So it's like, do you continue on? Do you just come out with it? Can you, do you have to end it because dude's dead now? So nah, <laughs> what do you do at this point? You keep it pushing because a lot keep of people, the relationship pushing. Yeah, because a lot of people get together during death because they mourn together, and through that mourning process, they become lovers, best friends. Yeah, like but they were already lovers. Taking advantage, take advantage, take of, advantage of the moment, and not tell nobody that, and just be like, man, I just happened to be there for one thing led to another. <laughs> hey, DBS, that's Ooh. the that's the, that's that DBS dirtbag swag. Like you know what I'm saying? You just ride it out on the low. Don't let nobody know about the history. Nah. Like, hey, look, going through this process, man, I learned to love her, learned that this is going on. Won't they won't won't. How do you present that to your lover? What? Like Oh, like because the, he's married. No, I'm I'm saying to to the widow. Like, if you say like, hey babe, like Let's just ride this out. Like, don't she look at you a well, certain way? Well, it's like you got to tell her, hey, look, you got to let her have her moment. Because at, at the end of the day, that's still her husband. Right, right. So you let her have her moment, and then you test the water. Like, she walk by, you tap her on the butt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let a couple of weeks go by. you like, <laughs> hey, see if that fire is still there. But they're all friends. So, like, the wives are friends, and the dudes are friends. Like, their lives are so intertwined. It's together. the dude that's having affairs. His wife wanted, is in, in there with him? How long have they been friends? That that's important for me to know. Long enough. Couple of years, years, it ain't no. So the last thing you said it's not a real friendship. It's not no new friendship. The last thing that dude did before he's killed before he killed himself was secure a um a business deal for the black dude's wife to open up her own restaurant. Okay. That was the last thing he did. Like got off the phone put the papers down and then jumped off the balcony oh shit so they're all pretty yeah like he jumped off his off his balcony so they they're pretty intertwined okay. i would say so no nah, the, the only reason why i was asking is because like i've been friends with y'all for a couple of years right mm-hmm. so if something happened to me i would expect y'all to be there for my family But I'm also thinking like folks that I've been knowing since I was a child, right? Like they would play a a prominent part in like that whole grieving process and all that stuff too. And Mm -hmm. I know we're just following um, this group of particular group of friends, but I'm just wondering, I guess my question is, have they gotten into like his other family and friends 
that you know what I mean are more like the immediate family, right? Or is what, it just what role do they play? Right? Or is it just like they making it seem like these? You is went his. too deep, nigga. That's TV, nigga. You you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you took it off. Yeah, you you know. peeled off a layer that niggas yeah, ain't I, supposed to think about yeah, on I TV. That. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But okay, real, so but real to life, bring it back into real life. That's what I'm saying. To bring it back. How important are friends? Man, you know, I've had uh, my perspective on friends has changed over over the years. Uh, for the most of my young adult life, I've had like one best friend, but I've always felt like as long as I had him, mm-hmm. I really didn't need friends. You was good because my mentality is I'm a I'm a do it by myself anyway. Like I really don't like collaborating with other people but as i've gotten older especially these last couple years i think god has really uh opened up my mind to the value of friendship and the value of communion with folks outside of your immediate family Mm -hmm. and what it means to actually depend on other people to help you achieve things in life right he went deeper than i always go as usual but um, (laughs) on the surface i you know, I, I value friendship deep. Like, I'm that dude that always want to be my with my friends and include them in everything that I do and feel is fun. Yeah, but with I, you, though, your I friends. I overextend myself. Yeah, but you, a lot of your friends are your family. You got more family than you do you got friends. That's true. But at the same time. Which is like, such a blessing. That's not normal, by the way. But even even when I do something, I still try to like like Cub, Joma. Uh, I don't know if you start naming people because if you forget somebody, oh, so now I'm not a friend. You name like five other niggas. I thought, I thought we was close in that. But <laughs> but I'm just saying like whenever whenever I I I want I do something, I always think about. Damn, this will have fun with him and his family. Mm-hmm. Damn, this will have fun with him and his family. Let right, me let me right. tell them about what's going on because my family love this. And then I just always feel like just being together and having each other. I think families that's just us in general. Intertwined is always a good time, even if we're not doing nothing. One thing I feel like I do, or we do, is if we have somebody that's like a friend outside the family, I feel that we or me literally pulls them into my family. To a point to where they start having relationships with my other family members, like I, it, if you my friend like that, you my family. So you gonna be around my family, you gonna know my family, you're gonna get just totally just deep up in it, to where you, like I said, you establish your own relationship outside of me with a family member. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like friends. I only have a few. I don't really have but, many but then you got friends that i feel like sometimes friends are here for a season i mean i do believe that right i believe that i believe like you are you to... with anybody from high school still yeah like like you were back in high school no. Nah, you can't be like that back in high school it because changes because your life because, changes yeah, your you, life grow. Changes. You, got, yeah. you got work you got kids you got things that you can't do mm-hmm. when you didn't had the freedom to just come in and out like that. So mm-hmm. it, it, it can never be like that from high school because of that. But the bond is still there whenever you reconnect is like yeah. as if you were still in high school. Because I, t- I tell uh, Nicole all the time, like, my best friend, 
who I knew in high school, but we didn't become best friends till after high school. With every, it seemed like with every milestone in my life, we've grown farther apart, uh. right? So like the first one, of course, was buying the house up here mm-hmm. in Sac. Like that, of course, put physical distance mm-hmm. in between us. And then it was like, you know, the things that I would do in school, as I was accomplishing my goals, he was accomplishing his goals, right? But we, it was just like with each milestone, we got further and further apart. But as what B said, like if I see him today, it's, it's automatic. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. like we ain't like never. I, so I really don't talk to nobody from high school like I rock with back in the day, but there's no love lost, yeah. like I was saying. So all these friends that I have that I grown close with to in my adult life, I call them like my forever friends because I feel like when you create a bond in your adult life and you guys are both already established, you already, you know what I'm saying? Like the relationship is different to where you probably won't really grow apart, if that makes sense, because we're already grown and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I have those friends and then a lot of his family, (laughs) I rock hard with, like harder than he do Hmm. for the most part. I don't know. I just... I feel like sometimes people expect expectations of what friends should be are too high, kind of, sort of, to where I don't feel like I should have to work hard to be your friend. Like, it should just be easy with a friend. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like even, you know, as close as you might be with somebody, whether they friend, family, or friend, term, family, um, there's always something, multiple things. I'm not just going to say say one thing. There's always multiple things that's happening in that person's life that you have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not going to find out until they're ready to tell you. And even then, they might not never be ready to tell you. So they, you, there's always, I think there's always that possibility that you might be really close with somebody and really have a strong bond with that person and be blindsided by some information that you did not know because because that you might not be that go to person that they tell it might be an uncle that they go to and tell this right, about but right. 85% of the stuff they tell you right just, exactly like you know what I'm saying like exactly. you're not the person for that exactly you know people people deal with their own demons their own way and then and and, and uh, you know uh, there's a esteem element to it which is I've been knowing you I love you you my family but if I tell you this one thing about me, that's going to make me vulnerable. And even though I know you're not going to see me the way that I'm thinking in my head, you're going to see me. For me, just the possibility that you might look at me different mm-hmm. is going to prevent me from telling you. So, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of different elements to it where that's that's just well, the, you just have the, some the, friends that you that that provided different. Yeah. That's what I, I said. don't know what we're yeah. looking That's for. That's why I said like, different relationship. Like, yeah, like, I, I can't, I don't, we don't can't talk go, about yeah. this. Right. Like, we never crossed that bridge. It's so not, yeah, different I can't purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Every friend not has a real. different purpose. Like, I feel like a lot of people come to me when they're going through stuff. Bone collector. Yeah. Which is really strange because I don't really share anything about me with a lot of people. Mm. Like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like nobody could, there's probably like two people, two of my friends that like when I am going through that I will go and talk to, Mm. but everybody else, 
they couldn't tell you nothing about me, like as far as going through something, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't really go and yeah, yeah, yeah. express myself like that. But <clears throat> I be having to get my Iyama on sometimes with some people. I feel it. And I don't know if people appreciate, like, I know if I go to Tiff, she going to keep it real. She not going to judge me. She not going to, you know what I'm saying? Not going to change how she, like you saying, right, change how right, she feel about right. me. And, you know, she going to give me a non-biased, honest opinion. I feel like a lot of people go to you for that, too. Yeah. Brandon. I do. I agree with you. Hey, um, I want to go back a little bit on the, on the um question that you asked about the guy that died. So, Ooh, and, wow. and what you said about um, the friends. So, this is a tight group knit of friends. So, if that person died, do immediate family have to say so on everything that goes on? Or do these guys that know him more say and be so with him more? Say so as far as what? I mean, just like. He had I, a do, wife. Um, do, do you got to step back? Do you got to step back and you. let, like, the cousins, uncles, grandmas, and all that handle everything handle versus. What? I'm just saying, like, just like, as uh, far as, like, mourning with the yeah, wife yeah, and yeah. being there for him, even though that these tight immediate family no, is there for so. him every day. Like, I your think, everyday life. No, I'm going to say no because he has a wife. If It'd be different if he didn't have a wife. I get that. But the wife got brothers, aunties, uncles, her side and both sides. But these, like, they looking at you like, nigga, that's a Joma. Like, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. doc at my house every day kicking it with us. We got a bond to where I get me and you, you doing a podcast. Something happened to me, Lord forbid, it's going to be like, dude, nigga, step back. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the yeah, cousin. Nah, I get I'm the grandma. Saying. I'm the uncle not but knowing well, that. I don't understand. Like, what do you mean? He basically saying, like. What role do they play? Yeah, like, how what do they, role do you? How, can what, you say. I know this nigga better than him. Like, yeah, you got a relationship with him. Yeah, that's your blood. I but know, I, I hear you. But I need an example. Like, what would he have a voice in? Um, being there for the being I don't there. No, like, say for just, say for example, anything. Say for example, just like what what he gonna wear in the casket? They put. It's just it, it could but be. But nobody will come and ask you that. It could be something no, I'm not, simple. I'm, I'm, and nobody will ask. You but I'm saying it's not nobody would ask you that. But say like, say I passed away. Nicole is a wreck. Okay, so my family come in. My sister, my mom, they come in. They, they doing like, everything wrong. They like, okay, <laughs> we gonna do this for him. We gonna do this for him. We gonna set up his thing like this, and then do B get an opportunity to come in and be like. I know this nigga. We've been talking. Let me tell you he how don't he would. This is how it would go. It'll be one of them type of situations where if that happens and Nicole's a wreck and I go in there. She had to get adjusted. <laughs> and, Nicole's, she got adjusted. <laughs> and Nicole's like, dude, they, they not doing it right. I don't like it like this. I'll be like, dude, tell me when to go. And I'm going. Yeah. Trick your family. I'm going by what your wife is asking me to do. So that's her answer. That's my answer. My I'm answer a, is you got to step back. I'm yeah, a, my answer is you got to step back. Guess what? Y'all don't got an answer because y'all ain't here. But she's a wreck, though. I'm, I'm talking about being a friend. <laughs> no, you just said, tell me when to go. I'm and talking my, about if the wife. Is, no, if some, I, I, yeah. I'm saying if 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 yeah. you're, if you're the wife 
speaks up and be like, I really need for you to do this to me because I can't do you're it. Right. I, I know that you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hold it yeah. down to my best, abel- but, best but ability. I'm, but I'm saying. I know I'm probably going in the lion's den trying to go up against the family and stuff, but I'm going to do my part to make sure that but what my if she? Happy. But the whole thing I'm trying to say, like I said earlier, she's wrecked. Like <clears> she's not herself. She's and she didn't give you the go button. So what do you do If then? she didn't give me the go button, I can't go. Uh, you fall back. You got to fall back. That's what we were saying. Yeah, you, you got to fall, fall back. back. Unless the, the, I get the, the so I uh, yeah I, I I agree on that thing because the only way you can step up if in that situation sort of is you get that go because at the end of the day the widower has all say all power over the mama over the sister so if, over so the if brother the widow, if the widower is even the one over that's the saying, grandma like, everybody got to step back mm-hmm. everybody got to step back right. not to say they would easily yeah no nah, I get it. But, I was just, I was just I was just asking. But uh, other than that, you just gotta stand She's on like, the sideline. Damn, they doing this all wrong. <laughs> you just gotta stand on the sideline. Be like, he wouldn't have never liked that. It's not really what he. I'm wanted. gonna be there, but God dog, he didn't want no horse and carriage. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? They he actually wanted, just, wanted to get creamy. <laughs> he wanted to get creamy. Like, he didn't want y'all spending all this money, but oh yeah, well. you, like, you can go. It's, it's just you know that's what it is. Because because first of all, that's just the, the beginning fight. Right, like who controls the funeral? Man, death bring is out just the beginning fight, right? Because then after that comes the real fight, which is who gets who gets what? Who gets yeah. what? Yeah, that's the cold part. Like right that's there. the that's the real that's the real. Which know. is very on the living our part, very selfish because a lot of people don't set that up because it can be very easily. Yeah. Set up to where there ain't no questions, there ain't no arguing, there ain't yeah. no discussion. This is what I said and this is what it's going to be. Yeah. Period. But that's such a taboo topic that nobody really wants to be like, man, I got to get this will together. I'll say I I got to get all this together. I seen how snakeish niggas is. Right? Oh, they yeah. come yeah. up quick. Yeah. Right. Even like it's even, crazy. Even when you do, even when you do set it up right, <laughs> they still do. It's it. niggas that be like that that be scheming on like how can I get in and get something before like the actual paperwork and the will and Go stuff through. come out. Yeah. Like they be they you know what I mean. Shack your room. And get everything they can before ramsack your room. You know They'll ramsack your clothes. bank account you know if they can. Like, I, ain't, I ain't talking about clothes. I'm talking about just the, just the physical things. Like that's the first thing people do is get what they physically can. Yeah. Like yeah, if I see if I know where his rings are, if I know where his expensive stuff in right. his personal space, hmm. that's that get attacked first. Right. Guarantee that death brings out the good and the bad in people. I think is it brings out the good because you see who there for you. Not so much. Well, you ain't seeing nothing you did. What I'm saying I'm talking about is the, the person living oh, like the widower. I think that it's good because it brings a lot of people together that hasn't been together in a very long time. And then I think it's bad because it brings out <laughs> some people and, you know, their evil ways are just yeah. shady, Maniacal. shady boots. Maniacal. And you know, today is like um, mental awareness. Today is. I believe so. I could be wrong, but I think I heard it on the radio. Like they're saying mental awareness day or week or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just got brought up on a commercial because somebody is talking about it at work and then came up on commercial. They're like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And I thought about that when his, uh, when you were talking about that show and dude committing suicide. I think yeah. that's the most selfish 
thing a person can do. Well, no because what. It, but it's it's something. Some depression is real. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Mental health, and I think you got to be mentally insane to do something like that, or go, or be in a deep, deep depression to actually go. You could be in one, but to actually follow suit, like yeah. you like. It's interesting you say that, Tiff, because uh, it wasn't up until this year that I believed that depression was real. Really? Yeah, I, I would always say people who were depressed were just weak-minded. Well, no. hold on, hold on. I understood that there was, like, clinical depression, mm. right? So I, I, I don't want to take anything away from folks who are clinically depressed. But I always would say, like, somebody who would just be depressed or whatever, I would just be like, uh, that's, you get that's over just a No weak, sympathy. Yeah, like, that's yeah. just a weak mind. No, nah, it's, it's, it's absolutely and real. That's, and that's just because, in general, like, I've never experienced depression. I've well, experienced it's hard for us sadness. to understand stuff that we've yeah, never experienced. But I've just never experienced. So depression, anxiety, like people be like, I'm anxious. I used to always just be like, bro, that ain't real. Like, hey, it happened to me chill. twice, dog. Um, and when we first got married, um, I, I got I, I got suspended for 30 days for hanging Ooh. up on somebody. <laughs> Look, I just, <laughs> though, I just got hired on in my job, right, in 2007. 2006 7 so i just got hired right and i'm i'm doing hired something permanent permanent like i went from temp right. to perm i did something blood like today i was on a call handling some business and then dude was like hey handle this do this right now what i say and i was like man this dude tripping i'm like man hold on real quick i put him on hold for like 15 minutes hollering at my boys around Chopping it up at his desk. I'm like, hey, man, let me go back. Dude probably hung up. I went back on there. No, I ain't hung up. Yeah, I'm going to stay on this. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I put it back on hold, right? And then I was like, right, I'm away five minutes. I went back and told Lee. I'm like, yo, Lee, this nigga's still alive. <laughs> he like, for real? And I was like, man, I'm about to go check up on Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you guys going to hang up. I'm like, click. I hung up on him, dog. Why was that the first day of my new manager and she was getting trained on what to do when you listen for a call. And that was the call she got. <laughs> so here wow. they go. Brought me in the office, sent me home. Uh, hey, for like two weeks, I was just sleep, sleeping hella much. I could not stay up, blood. I was sleeping and Ain't diarrhea, in dog. Like nonstop. <laughs> I'd get up, not even be eating. I got to do I probably lost like 15 pounds, blood. <laughs> so I'm new. Hey, I'm newly married. Got just got my job. My wife. Is depression and stress. The it same was stress. Because I think you were just. I was no, no, no. I, I, but I, I do think it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it, it ain't too you far from I mean? each other. Hey, look. As soon as they said, as soon as they called me, it was like, hey, yo, just want to let you know, because they said they just sent me home and said we will let you know if you hired or fired. Like we will let you know we call you. <laughs> so nigga, they let two weeks go by. I'm like, nigga, in sleep, funk, and then I couldn't shake it for nothing. And then I get a call, hey, we, you got two more weeks, and then you come back to work on this day. I was like, hey, what's up? Hey, let's go take a vacation. We went to the snow. We kicking it the last two weeks. I'm like, cool. I got money in the bank. I'm coming back to work. We set. It just went off just like that. Yeah, I, I and I it. never knew that I can do that. And then the other time was when, I'm, when I was in Mexico, when, I, when my cousin got taken away from the police. So I thought I had something no, to do with it. I had the same exact symptoms. Yeah, like, no, I stressed just, out and diarrhea. I, I do want to say, you know, say I want to make it clear because I don't know if I made it clear earlier that I do believe in depression and all that stuff today, right? Just, just from what, the, what, what changed your mind? 
Like what trigger or what is it awareness that brought it to you or is it something you've been through? Nicole. Uh-uh. She was uh she was depressed earlier this year. Oh, okay. And so so seeing it uh, seeing it up close and personal. Um at first I was like just I was gonna ask you, were you showing sympathy towards her or were you just like she need to get it together? At first I'm yeah. tired of looking at her like this. Nah, it wasn't even like that. It's just like when she first told me, I was like, bro, you know you know we don't believe in that. Like mm. like get your get your shit together, like take a minute. Like we don't let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like because I do believe it was like we just not claiming it. Right. I do believe in the power of claiming things, right? Like 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 once you claim something, then all of a sudden them symptoms come on. But when is the line drawn between claiming and just being in denial? So so that's you know, that's a that's a question that I definitely don't know the answer to, right? But I just know that when I was seeing it at first, I was trying to just tell her like to chill and then all of a sudden I just had this thought which was just like like instead of fighting your wife on this right now how she feeling why don't you just accept it hmm. uh and so when i accepted it becomes it, a lot easier when you accept things. yeah when i accepted it then i started seeing it in, in, in different, different ways right but but it, it was also interesting because you know in, in my house i don't have blinds on that bottom door mm-hmm. and and i've decided like i never want to put blinds on that door because it brings so much light in the house and I remember around the same time I went to my sister's house in Vallejo. She had blinds up. Man, not only blinds, she they was all black. Mm, so it was just, just dark and it just... was like a walking into a cave. Mm. You know what I mean? And she came out the room and she, you know, started yelling at the kids like, Your uncle here, why y'all didn't open these curtains? Open it, y'all know how I do. And I was just looking at that and I was like, I was putting together like what my sister is always talking about, like she always has kind of like a negative tone, kind she of depressive. And then I just walked into her house. I'm like, "Where well, you live in a cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just I saying that to say that Seattle I, are so sad. I think that is, fun. I think that that's part of it too. Right. Like one of the things I tried to do with Nicole was like every morning I was like, we're going to open these curtains, mm, your environment. You know what I mean? Like some morning she'd be like, I'm just not feeling it. So we, I'd be like, all right, fine. But I just feel like that natural sunlight hitting your body. You know what I mean? Like that helps lift you as opposed to like sitting in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? You sitting just in that think phone. about like how right. if you sick or something and you caught up in the bed, just how good it feels to go outside right, right. after being cooped up in the house for a couple of days. Right. Right. Oh, so, yeah. <clears throat> well, that's cool that you were able to take the shades off and acknowledge her feelings. Yeah, man, I, I just really feel like, you know, at 36, I'm really starting to look at my life and asking myself where and what areas am I evolving? Did you turn 36 this year? I did. Yeah. Your birthday already passed. Yes, it has. So I turned 37 in February. Huh. Um, and so that's just part of my my evolution. We got a month, guys. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> look at her! I wasn't gonna say that. I already knew what she was going with. Look at her! She's not picking up on this. Boy, she caught me in a deep moment and snuck one past me real quick. Oh, strike one. Okay. All right, I see you. Okay. 
I know it's around Chum birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere around Touche, touche. Oh, <laughs> she did it. Is it February 11th? Man, He's not going to tell I'm you at this say, point. Yeah. Right. Let that rock. Uh, Another time. Uh, Another that one. A, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's like so funny. All right. All right. You good? Uh, yeah. TV wrap up. I, I don't want to cut you off. Like that might have been our longest TV. Last week she yeah. spazzed out, so I just like Dude, that's why I always want to make sure. Stay can, interrupting can people. I say something. Yes. <laughs> you see, I. I if you don't mind, I would like to interject my Bruh, opinion on she, the topic that you're talking about. Or do you mind if I do you mind if tell I tell me he don't rewind? interrupt me all the time? I'm not saying he don't. I'm just saying, boy, you. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he has a fire right there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can bring the smoke, Ejoma. Okay. No, no, I, I, man, I see. I don't ever want to get on your bad side. He know That's what's up. Know. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> What's up? We doing book review today, man. So uh, I don't think y'all should. I think y'all should just wait. Did you finish the book, man? I'm like he did not finish the I'm book. I'm like fifty pages. Dude, I I don't even want to. Let's just do I it. I feel like this book is so deep that it just needs its own little special episode. <laughs> just the two of you talking about nah, it. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Here, here's <laughs> here's what I will say though. Let's uh, do it. Let's get into it. No, you didn't finish it. No, let's get into it. I don't. Need I mean, to. we can get into the book. I just feel like. So, for folks that don't know, the original idea behind the podcast was the book club. Yeah, we was going to do a book club. Yeah, it was going to be a book club, and we figured, why don't we just make it into a podcast so folks can hear about black people reading Reading books. books. And uh, then someone smart said something along the lines of, what are we going to do in between those moments? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are we gonna have one once a month <laughs> we're not reading the book right uh i said all that to say this i think we should just give up on the book club no. i do bro why well one i you think look so like sad. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I like i like this daughter. i like i like reading books man I, I just you know what i mean it's too much pressure i think that you guys don't give yourself enough time I don't know, Brett. We've been doing this for like almost twelve weeks now. We didn't read two books. Three. Mm. Has it Pimp, been? Oh Pimp. yeah, we did. Pimp. Okay. Read three books. Okay, but okay, but let's look at the book reviews. The first book, or the first book review is my fault. So I take that one. <laughs> yeah, you erased the whole episode. Yeah, and then when we came back, we was just like, trick it. Yeah. Pimp was a good one. Pimp was a good one. That was a good and a good podcast. All right. So I, maybe I need to give it another. You just shot. picked a, a, a whack book. Did, how did you feel about the book? Let's talk Bro, about I, the book. I love the book. Okay, then why are we going to start yeah. reading books? Yeah, I love the book. Because you deep like that. Yeah. Hey, you took you picked a book that was way past my book ability. I know. My girl went, my girl, uh, my girl got the book and she was like, man, I can't get I past. like really got to clear my mind, yeah, clear that's the how room. I feel. I got to get in the right space to be able to read this you book. You got to. Like, you cannot <laughs> just be at the park leisurely reading this yeah. book. I'll be like, it's too many birds chirping. Like, what is y'all doing, birds? Like, this book is some deep. I ain't never read a book I like this. I think you guys should have gave yourself more time. Nah, I just trying to move on and, and keep it pushing. Yeah, Man, one yeah, book yeah. a month is not bad. But nah, I, I, yeah, I love the book, bro. I can't even lie to you. All right, let's get into it then. I can't even lie to you, brother. But this book. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you where I stopped off at when he got you page to, um, 15. Nah, hell nah. <laughs> when when he got to uh, college and started um, 
What book are you guys talking about? All right, let's 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 do it right. Go ahead and introduce the book, Doc. So the book we're talking about is between um, the world and me. Um, it's a book by Brother Tanahashi Coates. Um, as I said when we first introduced the book, Brother Tanahashi Coates has a, a number of um, you know uh, accomplishments in the literary world. Um, between the world and me was his first you know, major accomplishment in the literary world. Um, he just wrote a book um, that kind of chronicles the eight years of Obama leading into, like, the Trump administration. So it's, it's next on my reading list. Uh, he's been writing the, uh, or participating in writing the Black Panther comics, right, and, and participated in, you know, kind of what we all witnessed in, in February. So, just a powerful brother, one of the preeminent black thinkers of our time. Um, and one of the reasons why I wanted to read this books because I've been hearing a lot about him. That was a hell of an introduction, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about him, but intro, uh, I, guess. I, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I don't really take people's word for things. I, I needed to actually read his work in order to be able to say, okay, yeah, he is dope or, or not. Um, he definitely is a critical thinker and he thinks at a level above where I want to go mentally. Nigga. So I, I agree with you on that. Like as I was reading the book, it was just like, I don't want to go here, but it was just, <laughs> it was just forcing me to go there. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and, and what I was finding is that not only was it forcing me to go there, but after I would read the book, I wouldn't want to hear nothing about like, race or anything dude like he went in the very beginning of the book when he talked about the body growing up in um baltimore i'll say philly we're growing his family philly but growing up in baltimore (laughs) that was dope blood because it reminded me of the conversation that we had about yeah it was right after the conversation right after the conversation (laughs) i crack open the book and bam he had that whole conversation within the first five six pages of the book and breaking and it made me realize that the whole conversation if you look and listen to the past podcast i was saying the generation of kids that we are raising are weak because they just soft i was saying they soft they weak my kids are weaker than like if i was a kid kicking with my kids i beat them up basically because they too soft or i take advantage of them and i was saying that because when I read this book, it basically broke down my theory of thinking. Like me growing up, he talk about the body as if growing up you had to, let me know if I'm going left with it. No, you, All right, he talk about the body as if you got to protect your body. And growing up in the hood, I learned certain things. And, and I wouldn't even say Vallejo was a hood like that, but some people it is. Mm. But growing up in North Vallejo, I had to learn certain things that I learned unintentionally learning. Is that the right word? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good. Sometimes I might say so I try to use my words. No, just be, just too be confident. Okay. Confident. okay. Confident. I, I appreciate that. Brother. You're right. You're right. I, I need just to stop speak. second guess myself. So um, I feel like I was going too deep, but I probably wasn't. But in my head, I was trying to hide. Oh my god! So anyway, just get to it. <laughs> he talked about growing up. So in Vallejo, I grew up around. I, I grew up and seen crackheads. I know how to deal with crackheads. I know how to deal with bullies. I know how to deal with different gangs. I know how to deal with the thugs, the cool people, the nerds. Like, 
I seen things in my life that made me have to be aware of my surroundings. So I grew up and said, I want better for my kids. And I took them out of that environment to where they don't have to worry about the things that I had to worry about. But me, I'm my defense mechanism growing up is saying, since my kids don't have to worry about that, they're soft, even though I pulled them out of that. So they won't have to worry about it. So it's like a catch twenty two. Yeah. And yeah. just and he talked about that, like I said, the first ten, five, six pages yeah. Yeah. of that. And it just made me reflect on everything that I was talking about. It basically broke it down to me in a real good way. Let let me do this, man. I, I just wanna uh, so I, t- I made highlights throughout the book as I was reading. Uh and I just wanna read some of the more critical um quotes that I think he had so the first one page 12 of the book it's a profound question because America understands um, itself as God's handiwork but the black body is the clearest evidence that America is the work of men like I ain't even going we could do a whole podcast on that but I thought that was just like brilliant you know what I'm saying in the terms of the way he did that um, page 18 black What matters is our condition. What matters is the system makes your body breakable. Page 28. Not being violent enough could cost me my body. Being too violent could cost me my body. We could not get out. That kind of speaks to what you was talking about, right? Like, you got to be violent enough to protect yourself. (laughs) But but if you're too violent, then you find yourself in prison. So either way, it's like your body is in danger. Yep. And then you talk about like just not being too violent and then going home and your parents your parents telling you like why didn't you fight that dude? Why didn't right. you why right. didn't you do that? I was like, damn. Just the stuff that people go through that you don't even think about the stuff you tell your kids growing up. I came to see the streets and the schools as arms of the same beast. One enjoyed the official power of the state while the other enjoyed the implicit sanction. But fear and violence were the weaponry of both. Fall in the streets and the crews would catch you slipping and take your body. Fall in the classroom and you would be suspended and sent back to those streets where they would take your body. And I began to see these two arms in relation. Those who failed in the schools justify the destruction in the streets. The society could say he should have stayed in school and then washed their hands of him. You know, I thought... I. I highlighted that one because I was thinking especially of of our children, Mm -hmm. just in the sense that even though they're not getting that street education, right, they're getting an education in school that's just as dangerous as that street. Mm -hmm. Like they're learning how to fight battles in their classrooms that are just as dangerous because what our kids don't have that we had was the luxury of being around other black children. So my behavior in the classroom might be delinquent, but there was always somebody more delinquent than me. So my teacher had an opportunity when I was a kid to be able to distinguish between what was actually bad behavior and what was actually like, man, you just need to chill and and stop tripping. Right. Whereas our children, I feel like they're constantly under surveillance. They're constantly under attack because 
they're the only ones in the, the only classroom. black kids. So anything that they do, so th- so as much as we were on height, heightened alert walking through some of the communities we walked through, they're on heightened alert every day walking to school every day, going just being on their campus. Because if anything goes down. Little nigga did it. Yeah. They yeah. the first one. So they're just learning a different, but they're still getting that same lesson. They still understanding that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, 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 crazy to me because I think about my child and how she's starting to develop opinion of America and her opinion is very similar to mine's and it's not because you I sure it's not you you sure it's not her man because like like my like what what I had to stop saying is like Around. using using race like yeah. right. man, it's a like like I, I had to stop saying this white boy this or this this Chinese dude or like addressing addressing you. addressing a man starting with his race and then explaining something like, so Chinese dude cut me off, man, while I was driving, man, dude tripping. Instead of like, man, this dude cut me off, like, just make it a man. Because now I heard my son come in the room like, dad, man, I had this old white boy. I was like, wait, 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 what, where you get talking like that? It's like, oh, damn, he getting that from me. Yeah, I feel that. But but I also feel like we giving our children language to be able to articulate their experiences in this world. Right. But so I'm you, not, you gotta watch what you give them, though. You don't man, think so? You, you you gotta watch what you give them. But if 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 I allow America and I allow their schooling to give them the language that they want my children to have, then my children, my child loses the ability the ability to articulate their experience as a black body in this world. So their ability to talk about race like that, right? Mm-hmm. See, what we get an opportunity to do is correct them when we say, hey, man, you're you're misinterpreting or you're misusing language right now in a way that can be very harmful. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you have that language because if you didn't have that language, then you wouldn't be able to articulate what your experience is like at school, right? Like because you can distinguish between black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Now all of a sudden, when you know you being treated wrong in school because you the black kid, yeah, you can articulate that. Otherwise, you become home like I don't know what's going on. You don't see everybody's equal. I don't see no color. Exactly. So, you. you know what I mean? I, I, I think, I think the language that we provide our children doesn't necessarily shape their minds as much as it exposes them to new possibilities of seeing the world. I think, right. I think go either way. Definitely. I hear what you're saying, right. but it can also go on the flip side to where they just wild out with it and then just start getting hella racist towards that group. If the dad is always talking about it in a negative way. This is the last quote I read, but this is the one I gave you um, where he says, and he's writing this book to his son. So he says, my work is to give you what I know of my own particular path while allowing you to walk your own. You can be no more black like I am black than I could be black like your grandfather was. And I thought that was like That's what I was talking. Yeah. about. Like, like, like I like I when I when I when I when you sent that to me, I thought about I took it to where. My granddad. He could he could probably be like, don't trust them on white boys. Like, they like <laughs> niggas, boy, you over there shaking hands with the devil. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and I could be like, yo, like, he cool. This month, I don't never trust no white boy. Like, cause his experience and his generation growing up, yeah. they probably had to step off the curve. Yeah, they probably yeah. had to it's do this. Different. They had to do yeah. that. They had to, so yeah. his growing up and his thought process is, 
I ain't fooling with these white boys forever. You get lynched. Yeah. You would physically die. Yeah. If you if you so do if something you to the white people. So you keep that same mentality, your and kids. Then, and then you get your son. Exactly. And you get your son. I, I thought. I'm saying when that he sent me when he sent me that racism I, is coming but from. When don't he, you think? No, but when he sent me that, I thought about what I was talking about with my kids because now my granddad had that point of view. Here he go with my dad and my dad like man I gotta work with these white boys man won't they won't they cool but like I don't I don't fool with the white boys like that and then you got me and then you know what I'm saying my son it's lightening up but the but it's still there it's still there like you know what I'm saying it's still like well that's why I feel like racism still generational I don't feel like the kids aren't born racist they're taught that yeah whether whether it's for malicious or it's just like how you said how. Their people were brought up before them, and then it's just a cycle keep repeating itself. You know, when I first read that statement, you know, say not only did I think of you, but but I just thought of this. It just seemed too profound to me in the sense that one, blackness is ever evolving, Mm -hmm. right? So what blackness was in the eighties is not what it was, and like it's this ever evolving thing, and then it's just the acceptance as parents that my version of black is not going to be my, my kids, kids version, version of black. black. Mm-hmm. And their kids version of black, like that's the, that's the beauty of something evolving is that each subsequent generation is going to have a different version of the same thing. And what you can't get caught up in is trying to reproduce the same thing because when you're trying to reproduce the same thing, what you're really trying to do is find a faster way to death. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for our kids, for their blackness to be different from mine, for their blackness in some aspects to be unrecognizable to my blackness means that their blackness has has evolved to a whole nother level, which means they're going to survive. You know what I mean? Like like my grandfather might not have been able to survive today because of the kind of blackness that he was reared. You know what I'm saying? Like he be tripping out right now because this world demands and expects different things of us he was he was literally like walking around in in concerned of his body at, at all times and i know i know we are to a certain extent but i think we forget like what was it like to grow up when they was lynching niggas mm-hmm. where you didn't have to just watch out for police you know what i mean like yeah. like you just could get to watch out for the dude right here man like that book we read they every time they seen a white boy they had to jump in a ditch yeah, yeah. walking home from school like six I mile think, walk <laughs> i think we forget that like yeah things are bad right now but our grandparents <laughs> but then that goes back it, but that goes back because they could be like y'all don't know nothing about no hardship or nothing right. but to us, right, and that's what I'm saying. It's it is hardship. That's all right. we know. So because it's, yeah. it's my hardship evolved. ain't nothing compared to what right. my dad meant to with right. his dad. Right, but it's an it's an evolved state of it. Right, the the commonality it's evolved, but then it's like, is it evolved? It's evolved. It's it's evolved with the time. Right, with the time. It's evolved, time. but it ain't, right, right. But it's right, still the right. same. And that's what he was saying at the end of the day in his book. He was like regardless of whether your blackness is the same as my blackness or my blackness is the same the as same my daddy, thing, same. we all dealing with the same issues. Yeah. Just different levels of it. You know what I mean? So he brings up the fact that, like, I love the way he talks about this dude named Prince. What was it? Prince James or something like that? Yeah, that's what it's in, right? You know what I'm saying? 
because the reason why he's talking about it is like you're dealing with the Mike Browns, the Trayvon Martins, the Felice, because like you're dealing with these people today. I was dealing with that 20, 30 years hey, you know, ago. You know what he said? That I'm, I'm, a, I'm a terrible quote for real. I had it in my phone, but it died. But he said something to his son like, um, when I was your age, I couldn't see past the tree line. Mm-hmm. But at your age, you can see over the tree line with a far view. But yet you're still connected to Trayvon Martin and it fears you. But that's really nothing to me. Like that, like that ain't brand. That ain't new, B. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like nigga, you. Did you bugging. guys say that this was a letter to his son already? Yeah, it's a book to his son. It's like yeah. you bugging, like you tripping off Trayvon Martin, nigga. This been going on, nigga. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? And it's and he was like, it's crazy to me how like you're a improved, better version of me at your age, but it just now hit you that Trayvon. Well, like, what he. Part of, to that. Yeah, part of what he was saying also in that was he was saying, as a father, I mourn your innocence. Yeah. I mourn the fact that you have been protected from this your entire life. And now at 15, 16, I'm seeing real tears run down the side of your face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's because you're you no longer. Right. But, but it, oh, he's saying he's saying I'm more like. Now that you've seen it, like, damn, you've been exposed. Right. Like, you're in the Matrix now. Right. You know exactly. That's, what, that's really what he's saying. Because back then, it was no nah, sheltering. Saying, it was no, right, no, you were just, you, everybody he, was aware. Right. And he grew up in Baltimore, so he was like, nigga, he's saying, so he went a different way from you, B, mm-hmm. where you was like, man, like, I wish my sons had this. He actually went to the space of, like, it was a it was a travesty that. of the fact that I had to grow up like this. Right. Like when I think about it and I think about the things that I had to do to protect myself. Hey, as it, a made, kid. it made me think about that reading this book like, damn, I don't want that from right. my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's from my whole view. Right. So that's what he I was talking to the doc like, dog, like this. I'm glad you gave me this book because. Out of everything, like he I was, needed to well, read. Well, that's that part. why when you said that, I'm like, so what do you want your it kids it to go it through? It, it, it's not that I want my kids. It's not that I want my kids to go through. It's just my fears of what they're not experiencing. I'm, it makes me feel like they're too naive to the world. Right. That's right. What it within is. makes right within means makes. But it's, which I means get, that I, you want I, them to be able to experience. But it's things. no, it's not that I want them to experience. You want I just them to want be able them to experience things in I, a controlled I, environment. I, I, I want them to. I want them to know what I know. How else but, would they know what you know? That's my point. Like it's it's hard to explain. Doc, can you help me out, blood? No, I understand what you're saying, but it, <laughs> it, I can't articulate it. Right? It's, it's interesting, Because <laughs> I I was I was just having a conversation with a young lady about a sexual assault that she experienced when she was like eight or nine. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, you know, she moved in with her dad when she was like 16. And when she was, you know, 16, because of what happened to her at eight or nine, you know, by 13, 14, she was already dating niggas, 18, 19, 20, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She get with her dad at 16 and her dad's like, you got curfew. Like you, like he was putting restrictions on her as if he was a, she was a child. She couldn't understand it then, but she was saying in retrospect, when she looked at it, her dad put those restrictions on her because he just wanted her to be a kid. kid, Right. And so I think, you know, part of what this book is saying is that like black children, especially black males, they they don't get to experience being a kid because of things that they got to worry about protecting themselves. Exactly. So they can look at our little white boy running around, having fun, playing around. They can't do that. 
Nigga, like, nah, nigga, we in the hood. We can't, so, we gotta worry about this, gotta worry about exactly. that. Exactly. Like, nigga, my mom's scared that, like, I gotta be in by the street. Like, like it's so many things but that we you, don't think about. But for you, you thought that was childhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, those adult-like decisions and actions and behaviors that you had to make, you were thinking that was childhood, but he was saying, nah, that was nah. really... That was really this world still in the way your innocence. Exactly. Like Surviving. for me, for me right. to be able to at, at man, like third, fourth grade, be able to walk around Vallejo. Right. Miles away from my home. Like that's adult decision to be like, I don't feel like going home. I'm finna go over to the dock house. That's insane. I'm finna go over right. to this house. I'm finna go to the park. Right. And then I'm coming home like around six o'clock. There's like, no reason like, why a third grader should be coming home at six o'clock. That's right. the point he's trying to make. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, and so for him, that, that, that that's to me is what made the book so beautiful because it's like, even that's as you grow up and you mature and you start getting more adult-like responsibilities, you seeing these deaths and these black men die at the hand of white police officers mm -hmm. exposes you to the true nature of what this world is right like you can it's almost like it's like virginity it's like you can never go back mm -hmm. like once is once the the veil has been lifted yep. and the thing is he's he's looking at his son and he's saying as he's writing this book to him now that the veil has been lifted do you even have the tools to comprehend what you're seeing mm -hmm. so that you don't lose your mind because we've also lost a lot of black men just to the simple fact that the the true realities of this world is just too much. It could be too much to handle if you don't know how to comprehend it correctly. It's crazy because it's like, you know, you guys were saying back then, every all, all the black folks is aware of what they can do, can't do, whatever. And now it's, to put it to modern day, if you are black sons, we have to sit down and have a conversation with right. them. Like, listen, like, you are a young black man and how they need to interact if they ever come across a police officer. If a police officer sees you and he says, stop, you stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, have that conversation. Because there's been stories well, where it, like a, little, a black kid in a nice neighborhood didn't have his key. Yeah. So he had to go around and try and climb in the window. Yeah. And I think he got shot because they thought he was trying to break in. Yeah. There was a little boy. I was just reading a story. It's happened, I guess, earlier this year. The little boy, he was in high school. He woke up late and missed his bus. And it was like four miles. He was like, I think I know my way. He got lost. Went on knocks on somebody's door to ask for directions. And the white lady freaked out, started screaming. Her husband came outside with a shotgun. Yeah. Did you hear about that story? Mm -hmm. And the dude shot at him. He didn't hit him or anything, and he I mean, getting in trouble for it. But it's just like I mean, you can even break it down in simpler form. Like a kid in the class, you could be like, "Look, you're a young black boy. You cannot act like yeah. these kids in this class because you a little you a little black boy." I often say you a little nigga, but you you <laughs> yeah. that's basically what it I is. I mean, like, I I say you know what I'm saying I say to my kid like you a little nigga, not to say like you was a nigga. You know what I mean? But to say like. When that teacher see you, she yeah. see you as a little nigga. Like she might not never say nigga out loud or her, but she see a nigga. She don't see right. no little black, no little African American. Mm -hmm. She see, she sees something that could potentially be dangerous to either her body or her ability to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, we still have to teach our kids to be aware. Of their surroundings. But it's just a different it's type different. of awareness. It's different. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's not as severe as. 
you can't go walking down the street and when you see a white guy coming, you got to jump in the thing and hide. It's, nah, it's right. not that severe in this day and age, but it's still. Depending on where you at. It's like, you know, I was reading uh, an article. Um, a man got detained because he was babysitting two white kids. I just seen that. Yeah. And the lady thought that the he lady, was. The lady followed him home. Listen, these people getting bold. So it's like that's that that's that body <laughs> thing, getting, right? It's, it's forty five. Like, it's like ever since forty five came in the office, these white folks are <laughs> bold. Like you gonna follow me home? I've seen videos of people talking about you can't buy that with your EBT card. Now, just the craziest thing <laughs> Who about are you that. Talking to? The craziest thing about that whole story was, if bruh would have acted the wrong way, uh, it would have been his fault. He probably would have died. Yeah, yeah. It'd have been a wrap. Yeah. It's it's a miracle that they that they didn't arrest him and take him to jail. Because usually they just arrest you, right? Take you to jail and then Meanwhile, be like, we'll figure everything out. The white lady out. clearly is harassing me. Why is she not getting in trouble? Come on now. You know what I mean? Like so you followed me home. It's it's just, but it's it, again, it's that thing, right? Like like you live as a black person in your body. That's why the body is so important in this book. Is because. Your whole existence is one that is related to your body. You can't escape your body. I don't care how much education you get, how much money you make, how much success you have in this world. You can be LeBron James and still get (laughs) nigga spray painted on your on your doorstep because your body is always, you know what I mean? So, you know, it was it was just a, you know, overall, bro, it was just a good book. You know, some critiques. Your body perceives yourself all the time hey, you know another thing i had like i i wish growing up that i knew somebody that went to a black college when he when he break down going to um oh, going to howard to, man uh, was it howard or what no nah, it uh, was, was uh no yeah it was howard it and was when howard. he break down going to howard i was like god dog i yeah. want to go there like yeah. you know what i'm saying there's Can a, I that time? documentary um it, it's a documentary that shows how black colleges HBCUs even came to be. I mean, they had the Tanner program. Nigga, I, I didn't know nothing about Tanner. I Nigga, went on the college trip. I didn't Were you know in about Tanner. Tanner. I, I wasn't in Tanner, but I knew about the Tanner program. I, went I on the didn't. College I just tour. every year somebody be like, I'm going on the tour. I'm like, how you get to go on there? And they be like, Man, Nigga Tanner. And they always so tell me like when they going. And I just never fun. thought to be like, how can I get in this in advance? And out here, uh, Allen Road does it for high school. Yeah, so I'm definitely getting my son involved. Thing. The same thing. They uh, do what? Um, you don't. You don't got to go to the school, do you? No. So you know, Allen Rowe is a man. Yeah. Yeah. So he has his own Tanner uh, program, kind of Tanner program out here. Definitely get my yeah. son involved. But uh, like if I would have went to that, anything like how his school. If I would have went to that, I don't know. Nah, nah, I went on a field trip. Went on. We to might have school. to take our own college tour. <laughs> nah, I, w- I went. I went on. I went on a, um the. Co- I went on a tour with him. And it was good. But I'm saying, if I went to Tanner Dog, I definitely would have went to HBC. I don't think that you would have. What? No. So the Me crazy thing is, people? is that even with his grades, he probably would have got accepted into a yeah. HBCU. You I know, got, they I just went be, to one. I got accepted. To they one. Just be There's accepted. always one that take everybody. Yeah. Uh, bro, you know what? I I I think that I don't think I would have ever went to a HBCU. I definitely would have went because I think I was just too like bougified as a kid to where I was just like I don't want to be around a bunch of Negroes. It's so different though. You know I would, I mean? dog. If you would, it's if so you amazing. If you would, I didn't even really know about HBCUs, dog. That's the cold part. 
Like I'm like, like I didn't know about that till after I graduated. But I know, I know a couple of my friends that went. You know what I'm saying? To HBCUs, bro, and they they fell in love. Like they was just, not only did they fall in love, but they was just like, I'm not coming back to Cali. Yeah, because it's so cheap. <laughs> it's so I I put it like this: like one, if you live in Cali, even if you're around black people, you're not gonna get that experience. It's different. It's it's totally different. Tiff so went to one. so you go back there, you get that experience. It's lovely. Then on top of that. Be, I came back though. A like, lot of those opportunities, here. like job opportunities, be out there on the East Coast because that's where you went to school. Like it just makes a lot network of sense. Right. It just makes a lot of sense. So you just end up kind of like migrating out there, staying out there. I just think I just think I'm just a Cali nigga. Oh, you no, know what I'm I mean? Like I'm definitely a Cali nigga. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, bro. I would have went to school and came back. They you know what I'm saying? It would have been it would have been nice. I would have did. I would have liked to have done what I tell all my students, is, which is <laughs> just yeah, give them two years. If you like it, stay all four. If you don't, transfer out. But just know when you transfer out, oh, yeah, you go credits. to a PWI. Them credits ain't going to transfer. <laughs> just know you might have busted down a year. Like, But I also, tell, I also tell kids, like, get over that, get over that, that, dream of graduating in four years like it it like like i understand why you want to graduate in four years and i'm gonna encourage you to do that if you can but don't view graduating in five or six years as if this is the end of the world because i feel like some kids feel like that like if i don't graduate by 21 it's over for me it's like nah bro like 23 yeah. and 21 is the same thing yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like you ain't even lived yet like just go ahead and take that video. straight up, man. You ain't locked. Well, I'm hoping that my I'm definitely kids. pushing for my kids. We finna take him there when he get 13. Oh yeah, he come. He gonna. He. I feel like he gonna come back, but he gonna love it out there. No, I'm saying, but we gonna take him to yeah. Howard. And I want him to go, but then I'm like scared he's gonna meet somebody from the East Coast, and you know, the, the guy the, always follows the girls. He gonna be the thick one too. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He gonna be the thick one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be at that college boy like Man. I think it would be so dope though. I think nine. I think our oldest will for sure. I also think like for a black man, I think it's nice to go to HBCU so you can have an appreciation for black women and black beauty, bro. It's just so so I went to Alabama State University in Montgomery, Alabama. And it was just so Dope, like a Cali coming from California, a Cali girl. Yeah, you be around black people, you, you but like you said, rip. it was just a like out in Cali. I'll be nervous to be around a lot of black people like this, but out there, it was just something like a comfort. Why though? Why like why? Do, I like, don't know because black folks just don't know how to act out here. I never got that nervousness. I like that. I, 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 wait, I no, no, I. I like get this what you're saying. Sometimes, you, yeah, you acting like, I'm glad nah, that you said you get what I'm nah, saying. Let's, 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 let's go back to when it's we was different. in high school. Black Saturdays, uh, Black Fridays. I know they always got this, shot up. But I'm not saying no, that no shootings saying, happening no, like, at in we, down we, south we, and stuff. We constantly going to places no. that get shot up yeah. every Friday. But knowing it, like, but that's we got to get there early before but that's we get the shot thing, up. That's, that's what she's saying is like, you always waiting for like, how long before these niggas get this shit shut down? Now I'm scared to go back. But when I was back then, I'm like, nigga, we there. I, I we mean, gotta get there. we getting there before they shoot yeah, it up to have a I'm good not time even, knowing they're going to get shot up. I'm not even scared nowadays. It's just that 
I always just feel like when a bunch of niggas get together out here, they don't know how to like act. Like if we if we can get a bunch of niggas together and nothing go down, like you you know it's a thing out here because whenever time anytime it be a bunch of niggas together and nothing go down, that's the next thing you hear the next day. How was the thing? Man, bro, was hella niggas out there. Nothing, nothing went happened. down. No, no, we, a, <laughs> we appreciate that. Like, that'd but, be like the second thing they say. Nothing went down. Nah, it was you, just got, hella cool. you got a trip, though. We appreciate it, but we not scared to go. We still nah, in we that not mix. scared. Yeah, but it's That's just what like. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And your antenna is always going to be up. But I feel what she's saying. It's like when you out there, you ain't worried about. No, I, I nothing took going her down. as, I ain't fooling with it. I ain't going where all the uh, niggas yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's Me? What's, yeah. No, I don't. See, that's what I'm talking about. She ain't talking about what you yeah, talking yeah. about. She talking about I ain't fooling with hey, it. Because I was at the Black Saturday. That's what I'm saying. We Bruh. at the Black Saturday. We in the middle of the side now, show. We in the middle of the riots, dog. Like, I wouldn't there's so mind, many things that I was in. I wouldn't mind with. that for our kid. What? In the side show? Not the side show, but like, <laughs> like, like I feel like they gonna miss out on that, like the Black Saturday experience. They gonna miss out on a lot of things. Though. You know what I mean? They like, gonna have to go, they gonna have to, to go not to have a Black Saturday, bro. Black Saturday. Hey, they was, can't have that out here. They got okay. the kids out here are so different. Like the black kids this, out here are so different because they trying to be white. Something that they so hard. This, something this, that they not. This, this, then this, be the scariest kind of black folks. Hey, this is my thing. Trying like, to live up to the stereotype. Yeah, and then it's just just dumb. This this was my fear. Like, say my kid go to an HBC and not feel like he's black enough because I don't think he's gonna he feel that. that. But I don't think that though. But I'm saying that used to be my fear. But There's I'm like, no nah, he got between me, you, his family, and it ain't everything. Even about involved. that, it's like, just you. Ugh. I think, I think you know what? But that's real though. It's it's kids that go out there all the time. But I, I know. I went out there and was straight. I know some kids that <laughs> you a girl and you from Cali. I know some kids that that's went out there more. and nah, didn't feel Cali black enough. And they end up finding their space. They end up finding they, they crew to di- because the one thing yeah. you do, re- it's like what brother from Drip's brother said to us, right? Mm-hmm. Like the one thing you realize when you're out there is such a diversity of blackness that you're going to find. Hey, he talked about that in the book too. Yeah. Like you're going to find your You're going to find your niche. <laughs> you're going to find your crew, your people, right? So, because yeah. he was even saying like he didn't feel like, and he grew up in Baltimore. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't feel like I was black enough and then i found my crew hey let me ask you something part of the book he was talking about a girl a family like where somebody was married to a messing with a professor and oh yeah that was some freaky shit yeah well break that down blood i was trying to read it and i was scheming because i was trying to catch up for the podcast so basically he was just trying to say that um there was a girl that he really liked the girl to dress yeah the girl to dress who had a close relationship with this family who they were basically swingers. That's, I mean, that's really all it was to it. Was just, okay. it was a professor and his wife, and they was just swingers. But it, it was just it was a full swinger, and, and black people that he never right thought right or do something like that because now not only were they swingers, but it was like both of them were bisexual. Oh, so so you was so they was having like real life relationships orgies. You know what I mean? And he was like, I ain't never seen. Like I didn't even know black people, you know what I mean? Like that. Especially, I think I think one of the things that I picked up was just the fact that old boy was bisexual. Mm-hmm. So the idea that he was married to this woman in this relationship, but still liked to have sex with men, right? Like you know, in our community, you touch a man, you gay. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't get an opportunity to be bisexual in our community as as a man. I, I don't believe in bisexual. You 
just like dudes. Right. So for him, I think that was just a rev- a revelation to be like, wow, like they they over here doing some freaky. Oh, okay. Freaky uh, dicky. I tried to go back. Like, did I miss something? Nah, nah. You read it right. Uh, it. You know what it made me think of. It, it made me just think of almost kind of similar to what we was talking about earlier, which is like, you could be around somebody. And pleasure is such a fickle thing that you make the assumption of what's pleasurable to you is pleasurable to them. But you really don't know what people is doing in the bedroom mm-hmm. behind closed doors. I don't want to know because you probably what? <laughs> like it's like I really I really believe I'm not saying it's a high percentage, but I really believe that within any circle of friends and family. It's, it's somebody in the room that's doing some stuff that if you found out, you'd be like, y'all is doing that? Like, I always hear chicks talking about you won't believe who finger I, who finger I put up their butt. Like, I'd be like, what? See? Niggas like that? See? I'm punching you in the throat. You try I think, to stick a I think it's, my butt. I think it's some niggas out here, bro. I know Nicole um, had a friend who was dating a nigga who, like, liked for baby to put the strap on on get the strap yo i had a conversation with a dude i got him really nah look (laughs) came on the mic strong gosh (laughs) me and this dude was arguing back and forth about that he was saying if your wife strap you on that's not gay because it's your wife doing it but if a dude do it then that's gay i'm like yo once you experience it and crossed that line and enjoyed it, you're gay. Mm, I <laughs> like, plain and simple. I don't think How that's do you an feel about accurate that? statement. Why? Because just because you like getting stuff up your butt, that doesn't make you gay. Just make you freaky. What's your thoughts on that dog? <laughs> <laughs> I understand your wife's point of view. Because mine has said the same thing. So you don't want to talk about your point of view. <laughs> you want to stay out of this. I understand. I'll take that. I mean, I, be- I believe what I, be- I believe what I believe, which is similar to you, which is like, you which is that, that there's certain pleasure gay. that is off. You can't limits. be gay because of, a, of an act of a sexual act that you're having with your opposite sex Absolutely. partner. That does not but this is my gay. thing. Like, what is the definition of being gay? No, this is my thing. If if I enjoyed it with you, that's not I true. Open up the window. That's not true. To enjoy it with somebody else. That's so, not true. Okay, look, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna t- take her perspective on this, right? That's how I feel. I hate doing this though, but because I I really am with you, but I I just want to pick up the other side of the argument. I enjoy Uh-oh. sex with a woman. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy getting the strap nah. up my butt. Please butt-butt. don't make me look at you different. We talked about this earlier. Nah. I like I like sex with a woman. You can't tell but me there's, different. But there's certain I women. I would still accept you, Joma, if you got strapped there's up There's certain women. No, no. No, no, no. I would, no. but I would look at no. you different. I no, 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 no. I would love you the same, but I definitely would tell somebody. Joma, I want to let you know that this is a safe zone, okay? Joma wants to make it clear. He don't want to make it real clear. It's fine. Hey. It's fine. Go ahead. Finish talking. If you blow down there, I'm going to look at you crazy. <laughs> Listen, don't blow. It's fine. Go ahead. Finish talking. Hey, but no, I was just saying like, but bro, I don't want to have sex with every woman. Right. Like there's some women who I just don't find 
attractive or sexually arousing and there's others that I do so what i'm saying is it's possible that a man might like to get poked by his girl that's his girl because he's attracted to women but he's not attracted to men so he wouldn't want to get poked by a man but then you bring in a transgender folks and so now now you might be dealing with a man who has transitioned into a woman but still has his pipe and that's where the waters get a little murky for me that oh, I, I just don't want to are you it. still freaky are you still freaky because you like a dude with boobs that look like a woman that got a pipe? Bro, I just think, bro. Oh Tim, let me ask you that. Are you still freaky? <laughs> Are you still freaky? If what? If you mess with a dude that got a pipe, boobs look like a chick. Are you still freaky? Top half woman, bottom half man. With a dude? Yeah. A dude messing with a dude? No. He's messing. He's not a dude because if he, he considers got a pipe, himself, he's a dude. He, no, he considers no, himself a woman. It's transgender. Yeah, he considers himself a woman. Regardless, if oh you, now now you want to go on my if level. If you have a pipe, you have a pipe. Now, now you sounding like me. So you got a pipe. You can attach to yourself and put it up beside me. What's the difference? I can take it off and put it on the counter. So if 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 a <laughs> if a dude cut off his joint, turn into a, a coochie. Is he still is he still messing with a woman because he didn't took it off? Well, he's considered a female on his driver's license. Y'all didn't win. Y'all didn't win a little too deep for me. Uh, I just think at the end she of the day. She's trying to stick to her word. You see yeah. how she's trying I, to like. I just think at the end of the day, you find what you find pleasurable. Yeah. And no, I agree to that. But I'm just saying, like. You don't just, even know if you like stuff up your butt. I don't need to know. <laughs> like, you know, I would never know. You gentlemen? No, I don't. Tell him. Man. No, tell him what? <laughs> <laughs> when would like how long did it take to go full throttle on you to where you enjoyed it <laughs> i'll never come over here again you better, you better, you better rephrase your comments eh? don't play like that, nigga. that is so funny <laughs> y'all didn't lost oh, y'all listen, I found the document, man get a little dick talk it's called Tell Them We Are Rising, the story of black colleges Did and you universities. See it? We didn't finish watching it, but it looked really interesting. Mm, that sounds good. Well, Janine would really like it. Yeah, we got to watch it with them. Hey, you know, we've been doing this way off topic. Hey, you, do you take apple vinegar? <laughs> nah, uh, Shay tried to get me on that today. What'd she say? Like, <laughs> uh, drink uh, two caps full full spoofs. <laughs> Mm. Two cupfuls, Cap two tablespoons. Full. Yeah, tablespoons. Yeah, we I, take shots every night. When I had, uh, when I had gallstones, mm -hmm. uh, I was doing that every night. That was one of the ways that I was managing it. But once I got them gallstones out, like I'm cool off all I'm these. I'm noticing home. you just do things until, <laughs> yeah, until the thing is fixed. Until the purpose the has process. been fulfilled, and then you just don't do it no more. Yeah. No, you, hey, you got hey, that me right? and Tim be doing it every night, dog. Like I give him past, a shot. This will be our third night. Okay. Like, cheers. Hey, I don't know if it's that, or I don't know if I've been working so hard to whoop this cat, but I've been getting some good sleep and having energy in the morning. Do they give you energy? Uh, it's probably just making your body feel good. I tell you, uh, the best way to drink it though. What? Drink it hot with a little honey. I asked you if you wanted sake style. It tastes like uh. Like it's it's almost like apple cider at that point. Hey, it's don't matter as long as it's. Yeah, I could take a shot. It, it remind me of those uh, kombucha drinks. Okay. Mm. When I drink it. Yeah, those were okay. 
But we good, man. Anything else I want to talk about? Nah, man. You know, I'm good. So, uh, hold on. We going to end this book. We can't end the book club, look. All right. We want to end the book club. Nah, we want to end the book club. Then it's on you next. All right, because <laughs> she ain't got nothing. Yeah, I, that's why I ain't even look hey, her way. Hey, hey, we, this is our bonding <laughs> Yeah, that's why I ain't like, look you know her way. Yeah. I, I really enjoy reading this book. Yeah, pick a pick a pick a nice one, man. My, uh, I got a I got a good one for my next one, but yeah, go ahead. You want to go why with don't it? You guys pick like a dog. Is it deep? Nah, it's not deep, man. All right, we could go, go with something it. light. Read like a erotica book or something. Oh no, we're not doing that. Those are good. Nope. Okay, the next book I want to read is called The Wild Woman's Way. What's that about? I don't know. I just know it had wild and woman in it, and I was like, oh, I want to read that. That's going to hey, be a woman's self-help that? improvement hey, book. Hey, <laughs> that's what I was like. Hey, what, <laughs> hey, what, hey, you heard that one called The Spook and Something? The Spook and Something? Yeah. Nah. I find it. In, um, I was thinking about that, man. I heard that's a good book. All right, well, we'll discuss what the book is and then. All right, for sure. We can come up with it. All right, that's the end of this uh, podcast right here. Wait, did you guys get a new date? So are we going to hit up? Um, yeah, we hit up Shay and figure out the rest, figure out what we're going to do. 21st? Yeah. yeah. And, um, man, it's your boy Priest D riding in the caddy. Ah, oh, man, I got one more question I want to ask y'all. Can, can I ask something real quick? Yeah. What? When we blow up, y'all think y'all gonna act different? Oh my gosh. Say that for next week. That's not even. How you think you gonna act when you when we blow up? Because I think I'm gonna get a Cadillac deal. <laughs> I thought about that today. Oh my. Yeah, you and Shay. <laughs> I was like, I am trying to work out, and this dude is on some fantasy la la. Hey, hey, you ever thought about stuff like that, dog? Thought about what? When we blow up. You think you're going to be still re- replying back to everybody so you in the you and Cole be doing if we win the lotto, this is what we're going to do? Uh, I'm going to act the same, bro. No, you can't. You you can't act the same Why with money. I? With money and fame, dog, you you can think you're the same. but like you rich you, people. You bougie That's what right I now. always say. Rich people be I'm like, bougie, I'm bro. just like you. I go to Target. Yeah, nigga. Nah. That's Ejoma. I mean, you know you know what, what I'm not going to do? What? Stuff for me, myself. Yes, you are. No, like, like, no. I mean, like, not. I'm of course I'm gonna do stuff for myself, but like, like menial tasks, like getting gas and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's out the window. You gonna have a gas guy? If there's if there's a way for me to pay for somebody to do it, I'm gonna pay for somebody to do it. <laughs> and you just said you're not bougie. <laughs> Say he ain't gonna change. <laughs> nigga can't get gas. Nigga Costco. Gas boy. Costco two minutes from your house, nigga. Whatever. You talking about? He uh, said he's not gonna get gas. Last no more. week we walked the cast. We ain't in the East Coast. Who gonna ain't. pump your gas? <laughs> I don't even go grocery shopping. You gonna have a boy in the room? All right, so I'm gonna get some gas. Look, yeah. something gonna happen, but I'm yeah. We don't have to grocery shop. Oh, man, we went to Walmart last night, and I didn't really know how to act because, you know, I've been doing the drive up and yeah. put my groceries oh my in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it was it she was hard like on you, She huh? never did transition, dog. Like It was hard on you, huh? A transaction, yeah. I mean, she like, wait, hold on. I have to give you money? No, wait, I didn't on. say that. I can't pay I online? I didn't know. You didn't know where to go in the store, huh? I can't pay online, and you just hand like, me my groceries? Like, like, how do I, work? I didn't know she had I already. Like, I didn't just, know that she had already scanned the items that we the were trying to like, get. lady uh, was like, that's how it works. Like, yeah, I scan it and give it back. And I done left my ID up. at the counter. Uh, she left her ID. They came running yeah. out after us. I just gotten used to the. Bugging. 
drive up. Hey, but hey, but I be thinking about man, like one day, like like we slowly crawling. Blood. The the only thing I think about, really, honestly, what? is my commute to do the podcast. When you move to um, yeah, because I'm uh, yeah, because we make it. I'm definitely moving somewhere, and I'm like I'm gonna have to make sure I'm in Elk Grove, but, you know, on podcast recording day. That's not a big deal, though. It's not a big deal. You're going to be moving like 45 minutes away. Right. 30 minutes away. He asked me what I think about. I'm saying that's <laughs> that's what I think about. I think about my you commute. You don't think about the live shows we got to do and how, to, how we got to commute to different cities and all that stuff? No, I'm not worried about that. Uh, He's worried about a 30-minute drive. I'm worried about my commute on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. Hey, I'll oh be taking it there. I'll be like, damn. It's gonna be scary to quit my job to do this full time. Oh my god! Hey, so that that I was thinking about that. See, right? I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But but I was just thinking about that. Like like what you gonna like? Okay, there's two questions, right? Like one, what you gonna do? You get the new job, and the podcast take off. Pop off. Right? Like, do you keep the new job just yes, in case? Yes, he does keep the new job. You know what I mean? Until we he got, starts, we got a pop. Like, you until know he starts, uh, I'm getting promoted and, and like just it's, be like, no, uh, I got a podcast. We got mm-mm. a pop. Unless like, he is bringing in this podcast, is bringing in what he gonna be bringing in at the new gig. Well, that's what we're saying. He will it, not be it, you stopping. Know what I'm so, like, that's part of it. She right? don't want her comfort zone messed up. Mm-mm. Look at right. it. He will not. And, be. Then the, and then the other thing is like, what happens if like just you know. God's blessings, right? Mm-hmm. We just pop before you get the new job. Nah, that's no, not, that's not. We ain't, we ain't gonna pop that no. quick. <laughs> you never know. No, we ain't gonna pop that quick. You never know. It's it like winning the lotto a million dollars and quitting your job. You can't yeah. quit your job with a million dollar winning. You can't. Uh, Which is crazy. That's gonna be like five. But you can't. You gonna be like, nigga, that's five years. <laughs> and then five, what? That's five years. Then what? No. I, I could be debt free, but nigga, I can't quit. Mm-mm. I feel it. I yeah. feel it. Ain't nobody quitting. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. I feel it. Maybe you just reduce your hours. Yeah. I'll, go part time. Yeah. Can you go part time with that gig? Uh, you can not. give. You can give shifts away though. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, man. All right, well, once again, man, sorry to um, bring that back up. Nah, it's your boy, good. Priest D, riding in the caddy. That's Dr. Hodge, yeah. your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a deal, nigga. Y'all listen to that. Look, <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. It just goes so smooth. They're going to be like, get this nigga to snoop the bill or something. Hey, real quick, we're going to let y'all know the time and location of the challenge. Oh, we, yeah. We're going to let y'all participate in this. Oh, we gonna, nigga, I'm going to Facebook live it. Yeah, I'm a damn. We're gonna we're gonna have it on live, but for those of y'all that want to make the trip up to Sacramento just to see this whole thing go mm-hmm. down, I promise it's gonna be entertaining. This this ain't gonna be like a twenty second nod. The hype that you the hype that you hear <laughs> is real. Ain't nothing fake about this. This nigga Listen, gonna this nigga get talk. dust. He gonna get dusted. dusted. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that want to come, if you out of state, get your plane ticket. Oh, we'll, oh my God! We'll, do, guys, we'll do, some, not, do not buy a plane we'll ticket. Y'all talking about me fantasizing? Uh, <laughs> hey, do not buy a plane come ticket out, to come. Watch this. We're gonna give y'all the location next week. We're gonna, we're gonna give all y'all the locations, October but y'all know 21st. October twenty first is going down. So you know, what I'm saying get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready.
Mm. Now you know what? Let's put let's push it back to the twenty. I want the people to get a chance to come. I want the people. You want to push it back to when? The twenty eighth. Like he need more time. I don't no, need nigga, more time. I'm giving you uh, two weeks. That's nigga. a whole extra week. You better oh, no, no, nigga. I'm giving you two weeks oh, that you okay. say you need it. All right, I'm you just trying to get the. I'm just trying to people IG. get. It. I'm just trying to get the people out here. Talk about it on IG. Yeah, you gotta start it on IG. The twenty first. Start your promotion. You you ain't doing nothing to help me out, bro. Because we do the twenty eighth. That's an extra week exercise, and I got to do. So you know, thank you very much. Okay. As soon as we get this over with, the sooner I can get back to my sedentary state. So we're shooting for the 21st. 21st. Let's go. I'm Dr. Tentatively. All right, let's wrap this up. Again. And once again, it's your boy, Priest D. <laughs> Driving in a caddy. I ain't riding in no caddy no more, man. I'm going to bed. <laughs> this is Dr. IJ. <laughs> Guys, I really don't think we need to say our names at the end. Yes, right. we do. And there's two dudes in the chair. Yeah. You ain't going to mess up our flow. You, exactly. you better get your mind right. <laughs> Doing this for twelve said, weeks. You just said more words. You could have just said Tiff and had it over with. Yeah, hey, you don't got to say Tiff and be out. All right, peace. Holla. <laughs>